We Infuse Podcast, episode number 62. Welcome to the We Infuse Podcast. My name is Amanda Brummett. In every episode, we give you a seat at the table as we talk to Infusion Center owners, operators, and experts so you can get the insight you need to run a thriving practice. In this episode, we talk with Jennifer and Richard Hunt, founders of Infuse Care in Amarillo, Texas. Jennifer serves as the office manager and Richard as the CEO. In this episode, Jennifer and Richard will walk you through how they've created a center where they literally infuse care at every touch point. Well, Jennifer and Richard, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm super excited to get to interview some fellow Texans. So thank you. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Yeah. So I would love to start with both of you telling us a little bit about your backgrounds, and then we'll get into your Infusion Center experience. Well, um, Jennifer and I have been married for 24 years, and we have three kids, and she's my best friend, and I've really enjoyed, you know, getting to work with her um, and our business, and she's a great partner and someone I can talk to, um, and my background is in accounting and finance. Um, I've had several mid-level management positions over the course of my career. Um, and overall, we make a good team. And it's nice to work with somebody who has different skills and can think about different things that you're not. Yeah, and my background is more in management. Um, I ran a child care program from, um, called MOPS uh, for a few years. Um, I've also had some shift lead um, positions that I ran as well. Um, eventually, I became a stay-at-home mom for a short period of time, and and then once my kids all went back to school, I say our kids went back to school, um, I just kind of went back to work and then um, started kind of uh, working from there. Um, I became a manager at a resale store, and I was there for about six years before we started doing this. Awesome. Well, 24 years of marriage, congratulations, and that you choose to work together after 24 years of marriage is even more impressive. So well done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So um, tell me, you guys have a little bit of an untraditional route into infusion industry. So I'd love to know how you all decided to open an infusion center and what that path looked like. Uh, Well, um, you know, part of it was uh, Jennifer's mother grandmother had gotten cancer treatments and she had had, you know, kind of, kind of subpar care. Um, and, you know, there were definitely some areas that needed improvement. And uh, I had listened to some of Jennifer's stories and some of the issues that had happened uh, overall, which was kind of a rough experience for everybody. Um, you know, and I had, I had researched and kind of at home and kind of come across we Fuse and NICA. And uh, we went to NICA and it was a very very awesome uh, experience uh, and they had talked about the growth of the industry and how many drugs were in the pipeline and it it seemed like it was you know it really was a good opportunity and so we were really happy and we talked about it kind of back and forth and you know we were interested we've always kind of been interested in doing something together and so this this was uh something that we wanted to do and then we set out to create the best patient experience possible Right. So at some places where we thought, you know, things could be improved um, just from learning experience, from taking her to and from appointments and stuff, we just kind of thought maybe we could bring a better experience. And um, we love patient care. Yeah. So you guys are in Amarillo. What What is the mm-hmm. competitive landscape there? Was it hospitals only? Were there other freestanding infusion centers? There was some 
places, um, you know, kind of varied, uh, some in office locations and uh, hospitals and, you know, it was pretty varied, yeah, I would say. Yeah, we had to go to bigger cities like Houston a couple of times for her treatments and to try to get testing done that was a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. I bet. So now tell us about Infuse Care, which by the way, amazing name, such a good name. Um, what makes Infuse Care unique? Well, um, we, you know, we are um, a patient first facility. Um, you know, that's always what our goal is um, with regards to everything that we do. Uh, in fact, that is our uh, slogan, so to speak, is we infuse care in everything we do. And we really try to adhere to that um, on many different levels. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of, of details and support, supporting things that go into a patient first uh, approach and mindset. So I think we're mindful of that. And, you know, we really try to uh, focus on our team uh, in the beginning because we wanted people to have that same passion for uh, patient care as we do. And then it comes down to us treating them as the most valuable assets, which they are, um, you know, we don't want the, there to be turnover because then you, you can't develop a good patient relationship with your uh, providers. And so that's, that's something that we knew that we wanted to really focus on. And um, we wanted to have a stable team, no turnover. Um, and then the patient-based design, that's what I call it, every aspect, of what we do process design other physical designs it needs to be patient focused you know it doesn't matter if your center is nice and looks like a spa if the patient has to climb 20 stairs they're probably not going to do it so um you know with that in mind we tried to find something that was on the first floor um you know plenty of parking uh minimal traffic um and then we wanted to make sure that we were you know it was kind of a straightforward walk to get there to our center. And, you know, we offer a concierge wheelchair uh, service from each entrance as well. That is so smart because I think a lot of times we all have to remember that nobody wants what we are selling. Um, if they're coming to our center, it is not a good day, most likely. And so removing any of those barriers that you can that make it a little bit easier to deal with that treatment is, is so smart. Um, and I love Absolutely. that you that you put that patient first and that you pause and you think about that in your design and your setup. Um, I would assume that flows through into your operations too, once they get inside your center as well. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I love that. So Richard, you are the first accountant turned infusion center owner operator that I've had the opportunity to interview. So I have to ask um, what's something that the accountant in you wishes all infusion center operators knew? Well, I'm kind of the, uh... You know, it's hard. I would say it would be the intangibles. Um, you know, I think, you know, someone like me likes to quantify everything, but the intangibles are definitely important. And, you know, the intangibles that I think of that come to mind are uh, brand power, uh, the doctor relationships, uh, listening and time. Um, you know, brand power, that's what, you know, people think of when you hear about a business's name and you want that to be as powerful and as positive as possible. Um, you know, we, we were unknown in our, in our community, you know, we started at patient zero. Um, and what we did in the beginning was we went and did community projects and volunteering in the community as a team. 
and it's great for the community. Um, it builds your team, and it also gets your name out there. And we also volunteered to help area hospitals with certain patients that they weren't able to do because of formulary or other restrictions. So that was a really good thing. Um, you know, doctor relationships, you know, that this is so valuable. You know, the relationships um, and rapport that you build with the doctors is important. We've been blessed, blessed with so many relationships and a lot of great doctors in the area. Um, they know that when we treat their patients, we treat them with the utmost respect and care. And then when the patient leaves, they know they're going to get the treatment note, thanks to We Infuse, within one or two business days, which makes their job easier and provides, you know, their patient with better care. And then listening, uh, you know, th this is aimed at both the patients and your team. You know, we try to be efficient in our facility, but we don't have time limits. We don't rush the patients out the door. You know, it's more natural. And our team takes time to listen to the patients. Then we communicate back to the patient's doctor. Um, there's some things that we've learned that the patient never told the doctor. And so that was valuable from their aspect and it enhanced, enhanced the care that they were able to provide to their patients. Um, time, you know, uh, more specifically, you know, external events that, that are out of your control. Today's environment and society, I think everybody wants, you know, things done five, two days ago. Um, but that's not always the case. You know, as owner operator, it requires patience. So when you talk about credentialing, building your business, the authorization and claims process with insurance companies, you know, you could go on. There's there's a lot of external events that are out of your control. And so I think, you know, it's important not to allow yourself to get stressed out, risk the, risk the possibility of exposing your team to extra stress that they don't need. And it really transfers through to the patient care. Richard, those are awesome and totally not what I was expecting um, <laughs> in, in this world where we live in KPIs. Um, I love that you you bring us back to those intangibles, brand power. That's incredible. Those doctor relationships, listening time and the community volunteering. Brilliant. Such a beautiful way to organically build relationships, give back to the community before you ask anything of them. I think it's priceless and a step that a lot of people skip. Um, and yes. I love that you do it. And it is good team building. It's good, good for you and yes. good for the community. Oh, we had a great time. We still do have a great time when we go. It's, it's always awesome. So fantastic. And then Jennifer, you've got this wealth of management experience, but I also love that you have retail experience. That's something that you and I share in common and I, I, I never take that retail lens off um, even 25 years later. So I'm super <laughs> curious how that experience for you has impacted the patient experience at Infuse Care. Well, having a background in customer service just kind of helps me to better serve our patients. It's just kind of all about the experience, basically. So from the friendly staff that greets them um, to the nurses who infuse them, our goal is to provide like a safe and comfortable place for them when they come in. But we want them to feel as comfortable as home, but with the safety of a me medical facility. So to help it feel like home, we have patient amenities, kind of like massage chairs. Um, we have heated blankets. We have snacks. We have apps on our TVs. They have individual TVs in their rooms. Um, we offer semi-private rooms, and we have one right now private room for the longer infusions. But basically, it's just us trying to 
you know, give them a little bit of peace while they're doing it and some privacy, but also um, a little bit of entertainment. And if they want their family member to come with them, you know, we're just kind of focusing on um, just basically patient care and just giving them everything that they need while they're here. That is beautiful. What a good line too, from the friendly staff that greets them to the nurses that infuse them. I love that. Sounds like you've been really thoughtful about it and, and put yourself in that chair to see what it would feel like. Definitely. After watching my grandmother go through a lot of the chemo treatments and stuff and seeing how, um, you know, she went into a room full of people and they sat side by side and she had told me many times that she would like, you know, a little bit of privacy and, and, you know, have something. And so we took that into consideration as well. Well, it sounds like you guys have done a ton of things right um, and, and continue to, um, but everybody has challenges in business. What would you guys say has been your biggest challenge in infusion practice? I think, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of universal. Um, you know, I think it's definitely the insurance companies, you know, they, uh, they present the biggest ongoing challenge for the medical industry as a whole. And, uh, you know, being on this side of the transaction has even been more of a revealing experience. You know, everybody has had experiences with insurance companies, but I think, they you know the view that's developed over time is that you know these doctors and you know other medical facilities are over reimbursed um, when a majority of these doctors' offices and outpatient centers are small businesses at the core. I mean, uh, so I think um, you know these centers have bills like every other small business, and the doctors have loans. You know, they have student loans from medical school, um, and they're paying on. Um, the drug companies, you know, have made more concessions. The patients have made concessions and the doctor, you know, medical personnel have made concessions. I think, you know, the industry and the government's perspective of reimbursement needs to improve. Um, you know, our insurance companies, government, you know, they need to respect these centers and physicians' time and services and not discount them to the point where they're can't ex- they can't exist or survive if we're not valuing our healthcare industry services appropriately then what does it look like in the future it, it doesn't seem to me that the healthcare would look better at that time yeah for um, sure i think also you know they need to reevaluate the medically necessary classification and review it annually uh, based on new drugs that come out you know, we've had some insurance companies saying something is not medical ne- medically necessary, you know, when if one event happens to the patient, that would justify it being medical necessary. Only if that happens, the, in some cases, the patient may not survive. So the insurance companies as a whole need to change their pro- to proactive treatment instead of reactive. And they can't support wellness programs and other stuff like that and not support these medications from the infusion industry. Uh, many are proactive instead of reactive. And so uh, many of these drugs are proven and home run drugs that have had little side effects and great results for the patient. That totally makes sense. You actually sound like an amazing advocate for patients. <laughs> well, with what you guys have experienced so far, um, what is your biggest light bulb moment that you've had in infusion practice? I'd say the biggest light bulb moment has been that the insurance companies don't understand this industry and the value that it creates for the patient themselves and the healthcare industry overall. The patient, you know, is able to save 
a lot of money from going to a hospital typically, which is a win for the insurance companies because they pay out less. Mm-hmm. Um, the healthcare industry overall, you know, would benefit from the improved service from these outpatient centers because uh, treatment convenience and the patient most likely has a better experience and save money. So it's a win, win, win. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there any advice that you would give to, you know, somebody opening a new center in, in navigating these insurance challenges? I think you get, um, you know, some really good people, um, you know, we infused has been very good about helping us, you know, get with the right people and get with us, uh, a lot of resources in which we can, uh, consult with and, and learn how to do things better. Uh, not only for the patient, but for ourselves. Good to know. I think our listeners know where to find We Infuse. <laughs> <laughs> and then you mentioned some of the new drugs and home runs and infusion. Um, what are you guys most excited about right now in the industry? Well, that's exactly it. Um, I'm most excited about the innovation and drug development going on for many different conditions over many different specialty areas. It offers patients access to many different areas of treatment but also offers diversification to infusion centers and new opportunities for industry growth. It's an exciting time for the infusion industry and also the further development of NICA in propelling connectivity of the infusion industry and the continuing advocacy that they pursue. Fantastic. Yeah, I think we're all excited about that. You guys had just one last piece of advice for listeners about running an infusion center. What would it be? Well, I think, you know, uh, it is about the team. You know, you definitely want to get good people around you. Um, my wife, you know, she's won more, more in multiple hats throughout this journey. And, you know, she's helped me out a lot and been a large part of the growth of the business. You know, anytime I've needed something, she's been there and, come. you know, she's either done it herself or come up with a solution. You know, she's done the marketing for our business, um, which has turned out great. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know about that she was she was already really good at and skilled at. And it really made the difference as far as getting our name out there. Our team that we have assembled has been great. You know, we've had the opportunity to work with a bunch of great people, um, which includes, you know, our NP, our RN, patient coordinator, admin assistant. Um, all the team is passionate about providing the best patient care from beginning to end, and they've all gone above and beyond to make sure the patient is taken care of. Sometimes they've stayed late. Sometimes they've come in on weekends, um, just giving it their all on a daily basis. Um, you know, my wife and I trust our team, and it allows us to work on other stuff and feel comfortable and confident that they, you know, we can leave them unsupervised to get whatever done. Yeah, they've been monumental in helping us establish our business because they too have, you know, care about, you know, what our business, you know, surviving and and succeeding. And so, you know, they've been really passionate about it with us. And so that's made a huge difference. Yeah. And and our medical director, um, when we were looking for him, it's a really important piece to take the time to identify the best medical director for your center or facility. He's been instrumental in helping us find good people for our team. You know, he's made recommendations on people um, which most of them we have accepted gladly. Um, and he 
has provided best idea or best practices and ideas from a doctor's perspective, which has been extremely valuable. And he's filled in on short notice when we needed him in the office to sub, you know, for our nurse practitioner when she's out. Um, you know, we were able to hire 50% of our team that is here without using outside hiring sources because of him. Um, you know, he gave us so many candidates to go through and so many people that were interested in the same things that we were, that we were able to do that. And it was, it made it really easy. So, um, and then last, you know, we interviews, uh, Reese, Brian, Cecil, Julie, and the whole team. Um, these guys have gone above and beyond and helping us get it set up and established. You know, we use the full package of WeInfuse, and it's been awesome to have one source for all your information. The billing module that they just came out with has been great because we don't have to take stuff out of one EMR and go into another EMR. Yeah, it's been it's been great. And also, WeInfuse makes sure that they partner with quality companies that have great products and services. Um, the support team for WeInfuse is the best that I've ever experienced from the software uh, support side. Um, they're knowledgeable, efficient, and they try to get back promptly regarding questions. And so we love those guys because they're dedicated to our success. So That's incredible advice. It sounds like you've built an amazing team there. So I'm going to add one last question that's half business, half personal, because I do run okay. into a decent number of husband wives that that are in business together like you guys, 24 years married. And how long has your infusion center been open? For one year, October 3rd. One, one year. year. Yeah. And you're both Fixing smiling. <laughs> so what's the secret? Yeah. What is the secret to working together? Uh, just learning to compromise. And to learn uh, basically who, where your weaknesses, where my weaknesses is, um, you know, speaking in public, that's where he comes in and he does a whole, whole lot better, but I'm more behind the scenes kind of person. And so I think we, we work really well together on that. Yeah. Communication, listening. Uh, it, it's, it's really important. Awesome. Well, thank you both for your time today. Thank you for your passion about patients and the the patient-based design. It sounds like you have an incredible center. And I just really appreciate you sharing all of that with, with others so that they can hopefully learn from you guys. Yes, we're big fans of the podcast. So we were yes. glad to participate. So thank you for that. Thank you for the honor of participating. What a beautiful culture centered around the team and the patients that Jennifer and Richard have created at Infuse Care. Their combination of walking through treatment with Jennifer's grandmother and their backgrounds gives them a ton of insight to what patients want and need, and their focus on the intangibles really allowed them to create a powerful team of patient-focused people. Well, if you aren't familiar with the WeInfuse software platform and RX Toolkit's web-based resources, I'm sure Richard convinced you to check it out today. Schedule a test drive to see how these tools can save you time and money in your practice while making infusions safer for patients and caregivers. My name is Amanda Brummett, and we'll catch you in the next episode.